Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is episode 20 of Robots on Typewriters. Yeah, and I sound like a hot pile of trash uh, because I've been sick for the last like week or so. so. Oh, come on. You don't sound that hot. <laughs> Just trash. Uh, <laughs> more on the trash end of the spectrum than hot because that is that. More that on rate. the trash at 11. <laughs> Um, more on this podcast right now. Um, we are, <laughs> we are uh, Robots on Typewriters, a podcast that uh, talks about... Jesus, this is all going to be so, so, so bad. My brain is shot. Um, we, um, we talk about uh, artificial intelligence, comedy, funny computer-generated stuff, funny computer-assisted comedy stuff. That's, yeah, we, we, we do, we, we talk about funny computer stuff, and I am just an absolute husk of a human right now. So, <laughs> so this is just going to be a great, great, great episode. And luckily, because of my status as a husk of a human, I'm very glad that I don't have to run our game this week, and instead I am tasked with uh, the simpler segment, which is our zesty hat, where we talk about something that we like that we have seen recently, or something interesting that we found um, in this field of computer-assisted entertainment stuff, and... um, I'm actually really excited to talk about this thing this week because it's been something that's been that I've been seeing a lot about recently, but have for some reason not actually looked into until very recently. Um, very recently, being like today, uh, I um, I wanted to talk about something that our friends <laughs> it's probably generous to call them friends. They barely know who we are. Uh, Botnik are doing. Um, Botnik, which is a uh, predictive text comedy collective, uh, and they create the Botnik writer that we use all the time, they are embarking on a project called The Songularity. And what this is, is a pop album by humans and machines. And it is, uh, I I will just read you, I'm reading from their Kickstarter page because they're trying to raise $15,000 to um, create, yeah, to create this album and like have, you know, uh, like recorded, mixed and masters uh, to be able to pay the the people who make the make the content uh make the artwork and all of the you know the processing that goes in with making making music and that kind of thing a thing that i don't really i'm really glad to hear they're not just kind of like you know raising a few bucks but then saying like hey will you guys like just do this for us as part of the project Hell yeah, pay the content creators. Yeah, it's it's awesome. And so um, their Kickstarter, you can get to their Kickstarter at, it's. I think it's just thesongularity.com. It'll direct you to their Kickstarter. Um, and uh, their, their kind of one-line description of what this project is, is we're mashing up all the best text in history to create the ultimate album with lyrics co-written by people and computer algorithms. So what they are doing is um, they, they actually have two songs, actually three, I literally just saw as we were starting recording on Twitter that L. O'Brien tweeted um, uh, a new song that they've put out, and the the two that I just heard today, I haven't gotten a chance to listen to that new one. Um, the first one is written with a keyboard that combines Morrissey lyrics and Amazon reviews of P90X workout <laughs> DVDs, and oh, it's very good. <laughs> it's really good. It's called "Bored with This Desire to Get Ripped." <laughs> 
And, <laughs> Sounds right, yeah. Yeah, it's really great. Uh, the video, it, it was actually sung and I believe written. I don't want to, I, I don't know how many people collaborated on the words, but it's definitely by sung. Morrissey. <laughs> yeah, it's sung by Morrissey. Uh, no, it's sung by Jamie Brew, the Morrissey of uh, algorithm comedy. <laughs> and- <laughs> oh man, I wonder. If, I wonder if he calls himself the Morrissey of algorithms. <laughs> he might now, um, but uh, yeah, it's it's Jamie Brew who we've had uh, several interactions with. He's a delight. Uh, we love Jamie and. Um, uh, it's it's the song is great. He he did a great job like emulating Morrissey. Uh, it def- it sounds like a Smith song for sure. And um, the song is paired with a uh, a kind of a video that has an animation style that is extremely disturbing to me because I just I'm it's like one of those like huh, I can't think of anything else to compare it to other than like it's the kind of animation in like Shrek is love Shrek is life like I'm I sure that there is a better for sure you would go with some kind of like either an, a, a YouTube video from like 2006 or <laughs> like I mean you know what I'm talking about right Sure, yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's that very like eerie kind of uh, I don't even have the words to describe it, but it's it's just like a guy like working out and uh with the the words it's 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 so very good. Um a very well-written uh collaboration between Morrissey and P90X reviews. Um, and then the other one that they have out at the moment um that I that I saw was uh it's called Negatively Fourth Street, and it's Bob Dylan lyrics combined with negative Yelp reviews of restaurants on Fourth Street in New York City, um, <laughs> and it was it was it was very good. Um, also, I don't they don't have a full like. Can you I give us a sample lyric. lyric? Do they have like the lyrics yeah. as text? And the Bob the Bob Dylan one is actually uh, the vocalists are also Jamie Brew and then L. O'Brien. They kind of did a. Nice. call and response kind of thing a little bit not not really call and response uh, i think some call it a duet um <laughs> do you think anyone calls her lol o'brien because all of her content is i just know so funny. i do the morrissey of algorithms and lol o'brien <laughs> did a call and response duet i'm sure these people that barely that we met once. think we're so funny yeah just <laughs> making all these jokes about them um just uh so they have a they have the lyrics i think just uh, as lyric videos i don't know if they actually have like just like genius.com style uh lyric uh lyrics at the moment but um one one line from the uh from the bob dylan negative yelp reviews is it took over an hour for the wind to make me cry no bueno for the service industry I really want to hear Bob Dylan say no bueno. Oh, this was my favorite one. <laughs> this is the next line. But when I got the Yokohama shoyu rom- ramen soup, the chicken was extremely rude to me. <laughs> really enjoyed that one. Um, let me see if I can grab some lines from the from the board with this desire to get ripped. I saw uh, Bob Dylan walking in a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> His chicken was extremely rude to me. <laughs> and here's here's a sample of lyrics from the from the Morrissey P90X video. Uh, I don't care. I just needed to get back to my room. I'm so sickened. Oh my god, it really works. <laughs> 
I'm so sickened it really worked. <laughs> It was, yeah, it was really, really good. Um, so I would uh, keep an eye out for everything that they're going to be putting out with the Songularity. Uh, follow Botnik Studios on Twitter. You can the, you can follow Jamie Brew, the Morrissey of Algorithms, and LOL O'Brien as well. <laughs> and um, they're going to be putting out some other songs, the ones that they have listed that they are uh, expecting to be put out, putting out soon um, are... You Can't Take My Door, All the Greatest Country Hits Mixed Together, uh, Strunk and the White Girl, <laughs> The Elements of Style, <laughs> plus 90s female song- singer-songwriters. I really um, like that. Soviet Nights, Beach Boys lyrics, plus R- Ronald Reagan speeches. Oh, oh, so actually they just put up uh, the, the a video for You Can't Take My Door. Uh, I believe it was sung by LOL O'Brien herself, and it was, it's, a, it's all of the greatest country hits mixed together so check all those out um if you if you can please donate to their kickstarter uh there's at the moment as that i'm looking at this there is nine days left to go um and they have made uh just over $8,500 of their $15,000 goal so definitely donate to them uh if you can and uh support their their project because we love them and everything that they do and their tools that they make available to us because it it provides us what we need (laughs) to attempt to be as funny as they are so definitely go support them thank you for that very botnik very musical hat (laughs) um that's a, a very ambitious project i can't wait to see the fruits of their labor there and speaking of them making their tools available to us to try to be funny. I have a trashy toy that involves Botnik today. Yeah! This is the second true installment of RNN Real Net or Nick. I'm so excited. I love RNN. I am extremely pumped to play this again and always. I don't think we should ever play any other games on this <laughs> godforsaken podcast. So as a reminder, the rules to RNN, I took a sample corpus, I fed it to uh, our favorite text-gen RNN, a recurrent neural net that you can train on short uh, lines of text, and I also put it into a botnet keyboard and wrote some copy with that as well. And this week, that corpus, nobody told you it was going to be this way. It's titles of episodes of Friends. Oh, good thing I have seen one episode of Friends in my life. I I knew that you are not a Friends watcher because if you did watch a lot of Friends, no, I'm not. Okay. No, I. But I know. So I knew you were not because if you were, you might know a bunch of episode titles, which would make this a not very fun game. And I also happen to know. Do you know how Friends episode titles uh, are formatted? I I do. It's like the one where blank, right? Correct. Okay. Which means they're really easy to train a neural net to yeah, reproduce. Yeah, that's a really good idea. And they're they all kind of sound somewhat realistic if you put them <laughs> through a neural net through Botnik or just give the real titles. So without any further ado, I have ten RNN friends trivia questions for you. <laughs> awesome! This is gonna be. This is this is just like betraying what like out of touch nerds we are that we're like 
playing a game where we have to guess what's like <laughs> like we don't even understand friends because we're that culturally <laughs> niche like we don't even understand friends like because we are robots that don't have human relationships all right lay them on me i'm actually my eyes just traveled over to my bookshelf where i saw the big sheaf <laughs> the big chief the big sleep by uh raymond chandler and i just saw the name chandler and i was reminded <laughs> that that is in fact a friend's character so i know that much <laughs> all right yeah raymond chandler is a friend's character <laughs> raymond chandler, yeah all right here we go which one of these is a real friends episode oh. which one is real which one is net which one is nick your okay. options are the one where Chandler takes a bath, the one with Rachel's digging, or the one without Ross. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Um. All right. Here's my gut. I think the one with Rachel's digging sounds like a neural net, and I know that you always get me with the really easy neural net ones on the first round, probably, so I'm going to go ahead and confidently say that. And then... I, I, it's wild how out of touch with, with friends I am. I feel like literally every human in the country. You should email them or message them on <laughs> Facebook. They'll be happy to hear from you. Um, I, I swear I feel like every human in the country like has seen at least like 50 episodes of Friends. Um, for some reason, the one without Ross sounds like something I might have heard of before, so I'm going to say that one is real, and then the one where Raymond Chandler takes a bath is uh, is Botnik. Well, you were correct no. in playing the player rather than the game. Okay. That is, I did give you a really easy net, the one yeah. with Rachel's digging. But no, the one without Ross is a botnik creation. The one okay. where Chandler takes a bath. Real episode. Sounds like a winner. All right. Next up, the one where Rachel dates a duck. The one. <laughs> the okay. one where Nana dies twice. <laughs> and the one with the two partying. Oh, no. <laughs> So the, that like so the one with the two partying. I'm gonna guess that that one, whether it's Ned or Nick, it's not real. But the, I like cracked up laughing at the first two because they were both so absurd. Which means one of them means, which means one of them is in fact the real one. Um, give, give what? What are they again? What are the first two? I, one with Nana dying. The one where. Nana dies, Nana dies twice, twice, and the one where Rachel dates a duck are both options here. <laughs> I really want Rachel dates a duck to be real, and I almost think it is because I don't think that Nana dies twice is. I I just don't think that's possible, and that wouldn't be very realistic if they had a human die twice in an episode of Friends. So you're gonna say Nana dies twice is Botnik and dates a duck is real? I never officially said that the last one was net, but I kind of think it is. Yeah, I'm going to say Rachel dates a duck is real. <laughs> Sorry, once again, you've got the neural net down, but okay. Nana really does die twice. Kim, Rachel I'm, dates I'm a gonna... duck is a botnik creation. 
That's a really good one. I'm going to have to go understand how Nana dies twice real quick. <laughs> All right. I'll give you 26 minutes to watch an episode of Friends. <laughs> I-, I think a simple like Wikipedia synopsis will do. I don't think you would really get the deeper meaning. <laughs> I think it's probably a metaphor for Jesus. <laughs> it was that kind of show. Uh, next up, your next question, your next set of three. Speaking of sets okay. of three, the one with the opera triplets. Uh huh. The one with the step dates. Step dates is hyphenated. That sounds, that and the weird. one with five steaks and an eggplant. <laughs> the opera triplets. Opera the opera triplets. triplets, the step dates, and step five dates? steaks and an eggplant. Step dates sounded like the real one off the bat to me so i'm gonna say that that was the real one um opera triplets (laughs) i love five steaks and an eggplant for some reason it it just sounds it's so good um i'm gonna say five steaks and an eggplant is net and opera triplets is nick congratulations you got all three wrong yeah wrong oh Five steaks Wait. and an eggplant is real. Okay, guys. The one with the step dates is Neural Net, and the one with the opera triplets is Botnik. Oh my god, Neural Net did such a good job. Step dates <laughs> is so good. I know, right? I made it generate a hundred of these, and I picked out the ten best, so. Good job, Net. Yeah, I I thought I was a bit worried. Will it even have ten feasible ones within a hundred? of them but yeah no it had some really good ones <laughs> nice wait which one was real the real one was five steaks and an eggplant what the fuck <laughs> i just <laughs> i don't understand friends at all all right next up the one where eddie won't go the one with <laughs> all the teeth or the one with the party tire i mean I've come to discover that I really, truly just don't, I, I've like no handle on what could actually have been real in Friends. Um, party tire sounds so fake right off the bat. Um, the one with all the teeth? Is that what you said? Yeah. Sounds just bad. Um, <laughs> and what was the first one? The, the one where Eddie won't go. Where Eddie won't go. To me, that was Eddie one of the friends. How many friends were there? (laughs) Um, Eddie won't go. That also just doesn't sound real. (sighs) Okay, I'm gonna say party tire is net. The one where Eddie won't go is Nick, and the middle one, which I am blanking on again. All the teeth. All the teeth, yeah, I guess, I think that might be real. You locking that answer in? Yeah. You have once again swapped the real and the nick. Party tire is net, Eddie won't go is real, and all the teeth is botnik. fuck, friends? (laughs) What is your show about? Like, all right. All right, you ready for another? Yeah. Your three options are the one with princess prom, the one where no Halloween, 
and the one with all the Thanksgivings. Okay, I'm going to reason through this one a little bit better this time. I'm going to think about what was actually going on in all of these potential episodes. Um, so the, the one with all the Thanksgivings actually strikes me as could possibly ringing a little true because it's like, you know, it's this group of what, like... 20 somethings are they 20 somethings i don't know they're like i thought you were gonna say this group of 20 people i was gonna say no there were just six friends <laughs> that's why i don't understand friends i thought it was this like huge ensemble cast of like 20 different people um <laughs> i think we're discovering you like have facial blindness or something <laughs> every time there's like a, a change of scene you're like oh who are these people Everyone else is like, that's that's Rachel and Ross again. They were in the last scene. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, so, uh, no, so, so I'm thinking like the one with all the Thanksgivings, like it's all these like 20 somethings and, you know, they live in New York City, right? Yeah, they are 20 somethings and they do live in New York. I can confirm both of those. Okay. Um, and so, like, they're, all of their, like, uh, families probably don't live in New York City, maybe, I don't know, and so they Well, then it would be called friends and family if they did, so. (laughs) So they, like, you know, they want to have Thanksgiving with each other, and all of their, like, they're, like, all dating each other, right? They're, like, one big polyamorous six-people couple, right? Um, Yep, yeah, no, there's... (laughs) Two of them are siblings, but that's fine. <laughs> well, except for them. Um, right. They're, yeah. They're, they're like, only they're dating, dating the other four but... people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, so they all want to have Thanksgiving together, but they also have to have Thanksgiving with all their families. So they spend a day like driving around to all of these different like, you know, they, they drive probably to like New Jersey. They drive to like upstate New York. And then like one of their families lives in California. So they have to like fly there and they just have this like 24 hour marathon Thanksgiving where they go to a bunch of different Thanksgivings. And that sounds pretty, pretty probable to me. Um, so the one with no Halloween, was that the another one? The one where... The one where no Halloween. The one where no Halloween? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Hang on a second. I wanted to massage that one a little, but... Um, so the one where no Halloween, I'm not even going to humor that one. It's definitely, <laughs> definitely not. Um, definitely not real. Um, but I'm going to say it's probably net, I think. It's probably net. Um, and what was the first one again? The one with princess prom. <laughs> the one with princess prom? Yeah. Okay. Um, but actually, to be fair, I did, before I heard that it was the one where no Halloween, I had already formulated uh, a situation where that one took place in uh, October of 2012. <laughs> where, yeah, when, um, my thought San- as well. <laughs> when Sandy hit the East Coast, and uh, in our, at least in our town, they did in fact cancel and reschedule Halloween to November 5th. So I figure it probably took place on that day, um, Halloween 2012. Uh um, so the one with Princess Prom is the one where all of the women, Rachel, Monica, and Phoebe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Nailed uh, it. They all uh, get jobs as that, like, um, as, like, you know, they dress up as princesses and go to, like, uh, kids' 
parties like they go to like little girls birthday parties and like our princesses um but they actually get hired for like a local high school's prom and it's like very strange and all of the like young boys like want to like slow dance with these princesses and they're like no thank you um so that i'm guessing that's what probably happens in that one and now that i have delineated these very probable uh episode premises i'm gonna go ahead and say that the one with all the thanksgivings is real i really do think it's real and i think it's exactly as i described it um and so then no halloween is nick net 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 and princess prom is nick yeah you got all three of them correct this time nice (laughs) it only takes writing three full tv episode (laughs) descriptions and then figuring out which is the most likely I will be employing this this practice for the rest of the game. All right. The theme of this next uh, set is just really simple titles. So your three options are... Okay. The one with the step, the one with the joke, and the one with two sharks. <laughs> All right. So the one with the step is uh, when all of these, like, terribly uh, white friends try, they, they, like, go back to college. They do that kind of, like, go back to college episode thing that all those sitcoms do. And um, they they all, uh, one of them, the one of the men, Chandler, uh, he's, like, I'm gonna, like, they're all trying to do, like, they're different extracurriculars, and the, and Chandler's, like, I'm gonna do step this time in college, and everybody's, like, Chandler, I don't know if you can do that, and he's, like, you watch me, and it's really, it's really kind of weird, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not great, uh, it um, occurred to me, like, way into that, that I was totally just imagining it as the cast of Seinfeld, and it's George that wants to do step, (laughs) I'm going to do step, Jerry. (laughs) I don't know if you should do step, George. I'm going to do it. I take steps every day, Jerry. How hard can step be? (laughs) Then it cuts to, you know, at the end of the night, they're back at the diner. George has ice on like all four limbs. And he's like, turns out step's not that easy, George. I mean, Jerry. (laughs) Fuck. He's talking talking to himself, just trying to reassure himself. Um, anyway, so then the one with the joke, um... Is that one where uh, they, <laughs> where um, <laughs> where one of them starts telling the no soap radio joke? You know the no soap radio joke. It's, <laughs> it's like uh, two elephants are sitting in a bath together, and the one says, "Will you pass the soap?" and the other says, "No soap radio." And it's not really a joke, uh, but you're supposed to tell everybody in the room but one person to laugh when you tell this joke and then there's one person who's like i don't get it and then you're like you don't get it well like you're so dumb um this whole episode is just that it's just them like you know picking on one friend for 26 minutes straight uh and telling a non-joke over and over and over again and this poor person losing their mind trying to figure out what they are missing um uh, the one with two sharks is the episode where they, uh, they, you know, they, they were thinking about that famous episode of Happy Days where Fon, the, where Fonzie, that's his, his name, right? The Fonzie, <laughs> he, yeah. The Fonzie. 
he uh he ski water skied over a shark or some shit and that's where the term jumping the shark comes from um and they were like they were the friends is a very like self-aware tv show like all the characters were like semi-aware of the fact that they were in a tv show um broke the fourth wall a lot and they were like if the fawns did it then why can't we why can't we jump two sharks and why can't we the cast of friends do it (laughs) yeah and so they um one of them goes to water ski over two sharks one of them being ross all right right Okay, yeah. So which of these episodes do you think actually is real, <laughs> which is net, and which is the Nick? game that we're playing? I forgot we weren't just playing a fun improv game. Um, uh, well, I mean, so, we are fuck. playing a fun improv game. It's just a different improv game than what you're playing. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the one with the joke is real, actually. Um, and it is also, like I said, exactly as I described it. And um, the one with two sharks is Botnik. And the one with the, I can't remember the first one now. Oh, the one with Step is Net. The one with the step, or the one with step, is neural net. You nailed it. All three are correct oh again. Oh my god, this method's so good. All I need to do is come up with three wildly improbable scenarios for these. I quickly did look up the, the one with the joke, by the way, and you weren't okay. quite right. Uh, the one with the joke, uh, I already exited out, so I might get a little bit of it wrong, but it looked like it said Chandler and Ross both send a joke to Playboy magazine to try to get it published. And the joke does get printed, and then they argue about who was the real author of the joke or something like that. That's exactly what I said. Yep. They both send the no soap radio <laughs> joke to Playboy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. The theme of the next one. And I don't know why I started doing themes in the middle because I quickly stopped doing <laughs> themes. <laughs> the theme of the next one is uh, a stranger comes to town. <laughs> a, a bit of a new character or a, a new personality at least uh-huh your three options are the one with the breast prints the one with george the stripper <laughs> or the one with joey's new brain okay so the w- w- the one with was that breast prince of bel-air is that what you yeah, said? Yeah, the one with the breast prints of Bel Air. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that one was, in fact, a parody of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. The whole thing was just like, you know, I mean, I don't think you do, but you know those episodes of Riverdale where, like, the whole episode is just an homage to some other, like, piece of fiction? Like, there's a whole episode that's just an absolute weird homage to Goodfellas. Uh, this this episode of Friends is exactly like that. It's just a weird, weird parody homage to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Um, they redo the whole theme song and everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Uh, really strange choice. And then the one with George the Stripper is another sitcom crossover, <laughs> <laughs> where, where uh, one of them orders a stripper uh, for one of the birthdays of the friends. You know, uh, one of their birthdays, 
and um, <laughs> the, the they open the door, and it's George Costanza, George Costanza dressed as a police officer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I strip every day, Jerry. How hard can it be? And yeah, and and then he does the the step that he learned in his uh, in his uh, step routine. Um, <laughs> Ugh, could you imagine how disconcerting it would be if a stripper just started doing like a full step routine? <laughs> but it was also George Costanza dressed as a police officer. Well, wow, nothing has disturbed me more than this way too uh, involved. It's like a seven layer convoluted joke. All right, let's hear your episode description for the one with Joey's new brain. <laughs> um, the one with Joey's new brain was also a really, really strange, uh, really strange niche uh, reference again, and one that literally nobody is going to enjoy this joke. But it was, it was a, it was a, it was like an homage to a new brain by William Finn, where Joey was the uh, the William Finn character, uh, which it's a. <laughs> Very obscure musical, uh, and it's called. Uh, yeah, I was just like shrugging and like, like turning <laughs> to the camera of this podcast and going like, I don't know either, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, it's that famous, famous musical by William Finn, A New Brain, and it, it's all about uh, Joey, that friend's character, and his struggles with his uh, newfound brain uh, illness, uh, brain condition. It's, it's very sobering, but it was also the, it's the one, it's the, the musical episode of Friends. Uh, every sitcom has one, and that was theirs. It was a, really catered to a very niche audience, but yeah. An so audience of one said, person who did not watch Friends. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Um, all that being said, I believe that, I'm going to say George the Stripper is Botnik. I'm going to say, um... Fuck, what was the first one? I always forget the first one by the end. The Breast Prince of Bel-Air. The Breast Prince. I actually, the Breast Prince rings true to me for some reason. I don't know why. That just sounds like it would be the real one. And it's like a thing that would have happened on Friends. So Breast Prince of Bel-Air is real. George the Stripper is Botnik. And um, A New Brain by William Finn is a Neural Net. Uh, you are incorrect. You switched the real and the net. Joey's new brain okay. is real. Breast Prince is okay. neural net, and George the Stripper is indeed Botnik. Okay, I, I was I was kind of thinking that was probably the case, but I went with my wrong gut. <laughs> you should have went with Joey's new gut. <laughs> All right, two more here. You ready? Mm-hmm. Speaking of two, the one with two cheap lasagnas, the one with the holiday armadillo, and the one with the mistakes. Okay. Holiday armadillo, mistakes, and two cheap lasagna. Wait, was it two cheap lasagnas? Yeah, you got it. Okay. Um, so the one with two cheap lasagnas was a really boring episode where they just went to the grocery store and bought like two Stouffer's lasagnas and brought them home. <laughs> yeah, they were like, oh man, we need to feed all six <laughs> friends and we only have like five bucks and eh, just yeah. get two cheap lasagnas. Yeah, um, <laughs> we need to feed all the friends. It was really weird that they always referred to each other like that. Um, uh <laughs> 
But I guess they were a really self-aware fourth wall breaking show. Um, we need to feed the full cast of this TV show, <laughs> Friends. We need to feed not just us, the friends, but also the crew. They're so hungry. They work so hard. Um, uh, I'm also really weirded out by a highly aware of it's a show show. <laughs> but like primetime sitcom, not even like, a you know, some kind of weird like IFC kind of <laughs> indie thing. Uh, so the holiday armadillo was the one where... Um, Rachel, uh, she wakes up on Christmas morning to a, um, to a a knock on the door of the apartment that they all live in. Do they all live in one apartment? No, there's like two of them per apartment or so. Like it, it averages to, I think it's six friends across three apartments. Really? Don't they just have one set? Like, I feel like I've only ever seen one room. No, I definitely know that Ross has his own place. And I know that the friends mostly hang out at Ross's house. I forget yeah. which friend has, okay. like, actually has the main place right. that they go to. But it's like someone's grandma got it and it's rent controlled. You and, know like, a little too much about friends <laughs> for my taste. I know, th- as with everything else in my life, I know just enough to be dangerous where I can, like, kind of <laughs> make references and, like, if you ask me to actually explain the fundamental concept of it, I can kind of, but I get it really wrong. <laughs> um, so the, the holiday armadillo, it's that one where Rachel, wherever the hell she lives, uh, she uh, wakes up in the morning um, on Christmas morning and uh, there, to a knock on the door and she answers the door and it's this armadillo and she's really, really excited to see him. And then they, they walk into the, they go into the kitchen and uh, she, <laughs> the holiday armadillo uh, gives her a present, and uh, then she takes the bow off the present and puts it on the armadillo and says, "You're my holiday armadillo this year." And uh, then <laughs> they make Folgers coffee, and the whole on all the friends come drink it. Uh, and uh, that's where that Folgers commercial got their concept. Uh, people think it was the other way around, but they're wrong. <laughs> and then the one. Um, the one with the mistakes. Uh, so the one with the mistakes is the they kind of like fuck my I I just the culture that I'm able to reference is just so unpalatable for everyone else. Um, but the one with the mistakes. I really that, thought you would say that's just one that they didn't edit very much <laughs> and just like left a lot of weird shit in. No. Um. Have you ever seen the one? Uh, no. No. Have you ever seen the one with with the mistakes? Um. There's a play called The Play That Goes Wrong that's just, like, completely orchestrated, planned out, like, absolute gaffes, just, like, everything goes wrong, but it's, like, a kind of, like, Rube Goldberg machine of absolute chaos, in, and, and that's what this one was. So, like, it looks like, if you were just watching it, like, if you were watching it, like, kind of in the background, you would be like, wow, they really let this one go. But if you watch closely, you realize that everything that goes wrong, every mistake, every, like, uh, you know, set piece that falls over, every uh, messed up line, it all kind of, like, works perfectly together, and, and it was extremely intentional, and it's actually a masterpiece. And that is the... um. The episode that won them the the Golden Globe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how they won the Golden Globe. Yeah. <laughs> Friends famously never won an Emmy, but won many a Golden Globe. <laughs> yeah. Um, Always the Globes made, never, never the, the M. Go- never the M. Um, and so 
how that all shakes out is the one with the mistakes I actually kind of think is real. And Holiday Armadillo is... Wait, what was the first one again? Two Cheap Lasagnas. Two Cheap Lasagnas. It's been so long. I'm going on for far too much. Um, okay, okay. I actually kind of think... This one's actually super stumping me. I kind of think the holiday armadillo is real. I don't know why. It's just how I feel. Um, and I'm going to say then the one with the mistakes is net and two cheap lasagnas is neural. No, no, is Nick, is Botnik. Holy shit, you are three for three using this method. <laughs> no way! No way! Yeah. Holy You've shit. done it again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the holiday armadillo. Honestly, I feel like I that time know. you led yourself astray, but then at the very last minute, you kind of remembered how neural nets work, and then like, yeah. you were right back on That's it. That's actually exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, the, the biggest like limiter in making this tough for you is that you're like a dedicated follower of the AI weirdness blog, so... <laughs> It's pretty much impossible to get neural net content by you. All right, let's see if you can finish off with four straight perfect okay. rounds. The very last round here includes the one with the breaker, the one where Chandler takes a ride, and the one where Ross is fine. Where Ross is fine? Fine. The one where Ross's kids are all right. Exactly. Okay. Chandler takes a ride. Ross yeah. is fine. And the one uh, where... The one with the breaker. The one with the breaker. Okay. Um, so the one with the breaker was the one where, like, the power goes out and they just have to go uh, to, the, to the fuse box and reset the breaker. Another really, really boring episode. Um... The one where Ross takes a ride. No, no, no. The one where Chandler takes a ride. Chandler takes a ride. Um, oh, wait. I completely skipped a round. You do have one more round after this. Oh, awesome. The one where, where Chandler takes a ride is just uh, kind of like the whole episode. It begins with him getting in a taxi. And uh, th then it's kind of like uh, the, the, uh, the, um, the taxi driver like is like hang on we got to take a stop and then he pulls up outside of a outside of a bank this sounds extremely like a seinfeld episode rather than a friends <laughs> episode they were they uh seinfeld seinfeld and friends are sister shows uh, didn't you know that um <laughs> they they kind of they take place in the same universe obviously um yeah new york <laughs> yeah um <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he gets in a taxi, and the taxi driver robs a bank, and then gets in, gets back in the car, and and like takes Ross far, far away, and then he has to he has to find his way home. Uh, it was a really harrowing episode. And that's then... weird because Chandler took the ride. That's <laughs> great. Yeah, it was it was really it was kind of strange. It was it was really kind of a surreal kind of Salvador Dali thing where like. <laughs> In the beginning of the episode, it's Chandler, and then like features of his I'm face. I'm loving just... that this is just canonically a postmodern sitcom to you. 
Um, and like fe- features of his face just kind of like slowly, slowly morph into David Schwimmer. And um, like by the end of the episode, it's it's it is Ross, and you just like it, it's like you didn't really notice when it happened, but you just know that it did. And yeah, it's very very unsettling. You don't watch. It's like a frog being boiled or whatever. <laughs> yeah, don't watch that one at night alone, kids. Um, and, uh, where you'll be the one taking a ride yeah um and then uh ross is fine is that what it is ross is fine <laughs> all right is that what it is oh i thought that was your episode description what? yeah that's what it is well i mean yeah he's he's fine right like he's not that great uh is he i don't know <laughs> is he like the heartthrob i have no fucking idea um <laughs> I like getting progressively more mad at friends now, too. Yeah, I don't know what his deal is. He's fine. There's 250 fucking episodes. Do you think I'm going to sit here and watch them all? You think I have time to watch 250 26-minute episodes of Friends? I need to watch 30 four-hour episodes of Critical Role. Where am I going to fit it all in? Um, But... uh, (laughs) Man, what if the friends always had to do skill checks before they did anything? <laughs> anyway. Oh, friends RPG on on the docket for our next game. Um, God, I hate it. <laughs> um, um, okay, so, so how does this all actually break down? Um, I think... Um, I, I literally, there's not, a round hasn't gone by where I haven't forgotten the first one when it comes time to say answers. The Breaker. The Breaker. Well, that's why I forgot that one. <laughs> it's a bunch of bullshit. Um, The Breaker. Uh, I, I think Ross is fine is Botnik. I think The Breaker is Neural Net and Chandler takes a ride is real. Ooh, you did your old real Nick switch. Ross is fine, is real. Breaker is net. (laughs) Chandler takes a ride, is Nick. Oh, man. All right. Last one. And your last one that I skipped a while ago that (laughs) I'm glad I found because I like it. Uh, This is all uh, single character episodes. It's just episodes that feature just one of the friends doing (laughs) their own episode for... A whole half hour. All right. Your options are the one where Phoebe runs. Okay. The one where Joey gets caught in a fridge. (laughs) Okay. Or the one where Ross goes thing. The one where Ross goes thing. (laughs) All right. The one where Phoebe runs, the one where who gets stuck in a fridge? Joey. Joey. That character I know very, very well. Um the one where Joey gets stuck in a fridge, um, and the one where caught Ro- in a fridge, <laughs> wait, on a fridge, caught in a fridge, caught in a fridge. Okay, <laughs> gets caught in a fridge. I need to make sure you're hearing it correctly. I am. Gets caught in a fridge. Okay, I got yeah, it. Yeah, there you are. And then the Ross one was what? Ross goes thing. Ross goes thing. All right, uh, so the one where Phoebe runs. <laughs> Listen, this one probably should have came up like four rounds ago <laughs> back when. All right, I'm, I'm not even gonna take go through the trouble of, of describing all these because it's taking far too long. Roscoe's thing, Defo, uh, oh, actually, I don't even know if it's Ned or Nick. It's just definitely not real. Um, Phoebe runs. Uh, that was another kind of like 
horror episode, right? Where she she's like running through mm, the Nope, it's a Parks and Rec crossover. She runs for mayor. <laughs> Well, it's funny that you say that because I was going to say she runs through the park, but she doesn't run through the park. She runs for the park. Uh, exactly. Um, <laughs> and then Joey gets caught in a fridge. That can't be real. It could be real, though. Um, the He's, yeah, so you guys, uh, <laughs> Joey, Joey's nickname in the show was Lucky, right? And then you guys have a dog named Lucky. Like, you and your family, you have a dog named Lucky. And he often, like, looks at the yeah. fridge and looks like he wants to be put in the fridge. And so uh, this is what happened here. So you guys, that's that's where Lucky, your dog, got his name. You named him after Joey. Because uh, Joey's a kind of weird dog name, but Lucky is, like, a perfect dog name. And, and so... Um, so yeah, Joey, uh, he he always like in the show, he would just like there would be moments where like st- you know dialogue was going on, but like in the background you would just see him like st- staring at the fridge, and um, and, uh, and on this episode they uh, they kind of like they're talking about something entirely different, and then they look back at him and they're like, Joey, Joey, do you want to get do you want to get in there? You want to get in the fridge? <laughs> And he's like, yeah, I've kind of just always thought about it. And they're like, oh, okay. I mean, like, we haven't gone grocery shopping in a while, so there's room in there. So, like, get get on in there, buddy. And and they, and they do. And if then- Friends was really as crazy and surreal as you make it out to be, I would take the week off and just watch every episode. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, so then they, they put him in there. And, uh, and then it gets stuck. The door gets stuck. And he fucking dies. It's a really sad episode. Um, <laughs> He dies twice. <laughs> he dies twice. Um, yeah, the alternate title for that one is the one where Joey dies twice. Um, and uh, <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> um, I kind of think Phoebe runs. Okay, I think Phoebe runs as Botnik. I think Joey gets caught in the fridge is real, despite all of that. Um, and I think Ross is a thing or whatever it was is neural net. <laughs> Ross goes thing is neural net. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but no, Phoebe runs is real and Joey gets caught in the fridge is Botnik. <laughs> well, good job on that one. I liked it a lot. <laughs> Thank you. I wasn't keeping your score, but... On a lot of them, you switched real and botnik, and on yeah. a few of them there, once you gave full episode descriptions, <laughs> you got them all right. <laughs> My big takeaway, you really know a neural net when you see one, you really don't know friends when you see one. <laughs> oh, man, that was a lot of fun. Um, I'm... This has made me want to watch friends even less, like, I'm happy where I am. <laughs> Yeah, I'm way more into your retelling of the show than I am interested in I will seeing the literally, real show. I like I would I would remake Friends based I would do like telephone friends where someone just like tells me an episode title and I make an episode based on what I think that episode's about. I will do that on a, in a heartbeat. Man, I wish we still did that other podcast that was improv games like that because that's a really good game idea. It really is. That's a good game idea for like all, like any sitcom. In fact, let's keep that in our back pocket. No, re- 
Um, Never remember to do it ever again. Yeah, very good, uh, very good, very good edition of RNN, Real Net Nick. Thank you, thank you. If you liked Real Net and Nick, you can play at home. My corpus, of course, was just a list of all episodes of Friends. Or you can use TextGen RNN anywhere that you can run Python. It's available. You can check out its documentation on GitHub. Minimax.ir is the creator. Max Wolf, thank you, as always, for TextGen RNN. Thanks. And the Botnik voice box is available on botnik.org. You can hop on over there and plug in your own text file to use a Botnik predictive keyboard. And of course, this time of year, this time of right now, check out the song Pocalypse over at Botnik. Songularity. Because that's correct. <laughs> wow, I called it the song Pocalypse twice, not joking around either time. Yeah, so yeah, check out the songularity.com uh, if you would like to see what, what uh, the songs that they are making and, and hear them even. They're, they are actually um, audio, not just visual. Um, they're very funny. <laughs> if you would like to see the songs... <laughs> Develop synesthesia, <laughs> then hop over to the songularity. Yeah, and and if you can, uh, throw them a couple of dollars to help them support their their project and the people making it because they're they're super awesome. So, yeah, and if you would like to get into contact with us, you can email us at robots at batcamp.org. You can follow us on Twitter at Robot Typewriter. You can find us on Facebook as Robots on Typewriters. We live on a website called Batcamp. <laughs> and that is batcamp.org um we're across facebook instagram and twitter at batcamp site and our theme song is video challenge by Anamanaguchi. and if you want an episode for something to watch tonight you can always put on an episode of friends like the one with the barbados wedding is that real that is not real Oh, man, because I feel like I've seen one episode of Friends when I was waiting for Kayla to get her hair cut one time, and it was like a wedding. I feel like they were in a tropical place, but they were somebody was getting engaged or not getting engaged. That's all I know. <laughs>